It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. My name is Simon in English. Simon is Simon in French. I want to start the show by uh, thanking um, somebody who, um, actually a nurse, I, I was, uh, no disclosure, something with my, my ankles that played too much ping pong and uh, I go to the Cleveland Clinic uh, in Cleveland and there was those uh, very nice nurses that uh, I've seen a couple of times, my knees, my ankles, stuff like that because of sports injury. Anyway, they listened to the show and, and, and I couldn't be more grateful. And then one of them said to me, she said, you know, uh, it's one of the rare shows. There is no drama, you know, dramatic. It's not, you know, all the news, all this. And then the rendezvous, I said, is built for us to find solutions, peace. I want to go to sleep knowing that we've had a good time and I will not and I don't bring any drama or feed this Sean drama. And thank you very much for supporting The Rendezvous and my social media at Rendezvous Radio very, very much because, you know, it's our living, but it's also our passion. It's it's our job, me and my team, and I'm here to serve you really. And I will not serve drama. I guarantee you that. I never have and never will. You calls and you questions are next. Any questions about your relationship? Call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jill. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jill. What's going on tonight? Okay, so I have a boyfriend that, um, you know, we're in love. Everything's amazing to the point. So he's a construction worker, and mm -hmm. every job that he goes on, he literally calls me like every five minutes. I mean, it'll even be like FaceTime, video time, you know, showing me everything he's doing, who he's around, you know, just every little piece, every little movie he makes, he's calling me. And I, I love the attention, but part of me is questioning, like, is, it, is he calling this much because he doesn't trust me? Or, like, I'm just really confused. It's a lot. Okay, so how do you feel? How does that make you feel when he does that? In the beginning, I thought it was amazing. I'm like, wow, this man loves me so much. I love all the attention. But now I'm start, starting to get a little annoyed. Like, I'm getting annoyed. Like, do you have to call me that much? Because it's actually the reverse. He seeks your attention. The ah. reason, so, see, it's like a projection. At first you think he's so much into me and he cares about me, but he's telling you what he's doing. That's what he does all the time. Right. Right. So, so he needs attention. He's, he's, like, he's like constantly feeding his need for attention. So uh, the way to handle this is to not always answer or to not always notice. And then little by little, that will slow down and hopefully then give a chance to a normal rhythm in the relationship. Ah, oh, I see. I get it. Well, I just, once you said, he's constantly telling me what he's doing, it's not so right. much about you or you guys, but him, I said, this guy is seeking attention. Okay. Okay. All right. So just, just take a little distance and answer less, 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 or just don't, and then he will stop doing it and things should go back to normal. If he doesn't, then you ask yourself if he's the right guy. But I, I would just take a little distance and see how he reacts. Okay. Thanks for calling, Jill. You have a good night. You too, Simon. So let's talk about when you're in a relationship, how much communication during the day is reasonable or unreasonable? You know, that's important. Next. So, you know, it's interesting. My last caller, Jill, said, you know, I'm this guy, he's a working guy. And, and then at the beginning, you know, he texted me, you know, he texted me you know, every five minutes all the time. And I liked it. I thought, oh, how much he loves me. He texted me about his work, this, that, what he's doing. And then now it's annoying. It's like draining energy. Why? Well, I told Jill the truth. It's not so much about you. It's his insecurity. All he talks about is what he's doing. 
then she agreed. I said, give him some distance. He has to learn to back off a little bit. You know, you're not his mom and he doesn't need to uh, tell you every five minutes what he's doing. Nobody does, actually. So that leads to the question. What is a fair and healthy amount of communication? I'm talking texting mostly uh, or DMs. Uh, one should do with their partner when they're together. What is the healthy amount that I think we should expect from each other? Let me let me specify what I think next. So once you start a relationship, uh, at first you have a tendency to, you know, over text, you know, that's not what the beginning, I would say 10 times, sometimes 20 times, what's up, what are you doing, how's everything? And I also know that if you want to keep it fresh and have stuff to talk during the dinner and stuff like that, you don't need to reveal everything all day long. I like to check in. You okay? How you doing? Thinking of you with a kiss, you know, bisou in French. That, that to me seems to be enough unless something is really happening. But you've got to keep space for yourself so when you go back at night, you have things to say also. If you text everything you're doing, then it's even harder at night. So I'm not in favor of over-texting at all during the day. I like the text, you know, a little bit when you get to work or you save things, things like this, so I'm taking the road. But not all day long. Who wants to have that all day long? At least not me and not my last call of jail. You know, you've got to be a little mysterious in terms of, you know, um, have a good day. We'll talk tonight. I like that. Uh, I'll put it on social media, see what you think. You call the next. Bonjour, Kelsey. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on? What's up? So I need you to help me settle a debate here. Um, I was talking to this guy who I met online. Uh, so I know that's, you know, always not super reliable and you kind of have to be prepared to be let down sometimes with those. Uh, and we went on six dates. And he decided to break things off over text. And we didn't get super serious, but, you know, serious enough. Like, he had seen my place. I had been to his place once. And I was wondering, what's the threshold where it's acceptable to break up over text? Or should it that never happen? And should I just be really mad at him? Well, first of all, tell me how you feel. I mean, I, I feel kind of awful like we six dates was definitely enough for me to get to know him quite a bit mm -hmm. so you know i feel like it probably should have been at least a phone call but i have some friends who are like well no i mean at least he didn't ghost you and i'm like yeah mm -hmm. but it's not really where we're setting the bar these days you know well listen kelsey the answer is you're lucky he texted you because we live in the world in that matter that old school way of calling people is almost gone. And it's only six dates. So I think I, I get what you're saying, but listen, I don't want you to take it personally. It just, he could have ghosted. Um, so I just say, you know, I know it's not what you wanted. You know, I'm older than you I'm, and we call and it's a different school, but I think the new school and it's just text, DMs, or sometimes, most of the times, gone, ghosted, mm. okay? Yeah, so I guess I should just be happy that he took the time out of his day to... Yeah, at least, you know, the guy left with a reverence, like, okay, this is why, or this I feel, and then I'm gone. So he showed you respect. It was not disrespectful. It was just a new school, and mm -hmm. it's not about to get better. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Kelsey, well, you know, I'm glad you called me like this. You know it's not against you. You have a good night, and thank you for calling. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go answer Erin's Facebook message question... Because her day just told her something that confused her. So I want to help her. Erin is next. 
So I got an interesting question from Erin. She sent it to me at The Rendezvous Show on my Facebook message. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. My dad said that he hates when girls chase him and that he likes to be the chaser. So does that mean I should play hard to get? Please advise. Good question, Erin. When a guy tells you he hates when girls chase him, what should you do? I'll tell you that next. If you were in Erin's shoes, who sent me that Facebook message, um, met a guy, he said he hates when girls chase him, he likes to be the chaser. What would you do if you were Erin? Would you play the game and play hard to get and enter a game? Or would you say, I don't care what he thinks or doesn't think, uh, I'm going to be me. And that's my advice to you, Erin. If somebody says, do you want to play? It's childish and, and not, in my opinion, the healthiest way to start. So you say, I'm not going to play. I am me. You want to answer? You answer. Don't, don't calculate. The minute a relationship starts by a game, there is always a loser at the end. Because in every game, there's a loser and a winner. Whether you play chess, whether you play ping pong, pool, whatever, right? The only way not to lose for both of you guys is not to play any games. It's just be yourself. So let him be him and you be you. And it will work well. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Alicia. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour, Alicia. What's up tonight? Well, I have a question. I've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half now, and I just, I'm always the one that says, I love you. And I definitely say it more than him. And it really, it frustrates me. Like, he'll say it from time to time, but it's really few and far between. And when I ask him why, he just says that, you know, he feels like it's overused otherwise and he wants it to mean more. But I don't know. It just feels like I say it more than him. I don't love it. I understand. Tell me exactly how does that make you feel, the fact that he doesn't say it as much as you? Well, it definitely makes me wonder if maybe he doesn't feel it or doesn't love me as much as I love him. And so mm -hmm. I, get, I, feel, I get insecure about it. Okay. In your intuition, do you think he loves you as much as you love him or not? I do. I'm, I mean, I'm the longest relationship he's had. And so he's, even though he's older, and I think it's like he's new at this. So I think he struggles with just sort of feelings in general. But yeah, I, I do. I think he loves me as much as I love him. Okay. He's a good guy. He's a good boyfriend. You're happy with him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very. Okay. Well, listen, so we have to remember there's five languages of love. Uh, some of us like, you know, the, the expression of, uh, you know, I love you. Some people have gift. It's, you know, there's a touch, other ways like that. Um, I don't think we should, we should measure the amount of love we have for each other on the amount of time we say I love you. Uh, that depends also from your parents. Uh, if your parents have told you that sometimes a lot when you were little, it's a cultural thing. It's a family thing. You're very used to say it and hear it. Um, some yeah. parents have said less. So you, the kids are less into saying it. It doesn't mean their heart beats slower for you uh, because they don't say it. So I, I would like you to give him a little break and just say, you know, he is as he is. I said not to hear it back all the time, but I say that I feel it. And if he says it when he says it, that's fine too, because I respect our differences, the way we were brought up, the way our parents talked to us when we were little, the way we feel, and the languages of love are sometimes different. That makes sense. Yeah, love languages. I have to remember that. That's, that's very true. Yeah. We, we have to, we have to. And it's not against you at all, Alicia. It's just, we, we are different. And, and I think it's a good reminder for, for all of us to remember that 
we may have the best partner in the world, just have a little different language and expression than us. But so it's okay. As long as the love is here, we say it differently or we feel it differently. Right. Nope. That, I, I needed that reminder. That I have to thank you. That really helped a lot. That's all right. Well, listen, now you can relax, enjoy your boyfriend, and it's not against you. So you keep being you, you let him be him. It's all good. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks, and have a good night. I am going to post the five languages of love on my website, therendezvousshow.com. You know what time it is on The Rendezvous? Jill, my producer, says time to listen to this voicemail from this guy. So this guy's voicemail is next. So always, if you have a question, the easiest way, 24-7, you leave me a message, 855-905-8255, but I'll play it on air and I'll answer on air. So you are aware and agreeing with that strategy. And let's listen to that voicemail with this question. Hello, Simon. I'm just calling. I don't know why I keep getting cheated on. My ex-girlfriend, she was talking to random guys and wanting to hook up with them behind my back. Uh, I just wanted some answers. Thank you. Mm. Thanks for the question. Yeah, what should you do if you keep being cheated on uh, behind your back? What should you do and why? I'm going to talk about that next. Really, what should you do if you like the, this guy who left me a voicemail because he keeps being cheated on? Like his last girlfriend went with ooh with random dudes, he said, and he doesn't get it. I understand the problem. You know what you should do? Uh, be happy that you're not with her anymore. You said it's your ex, I'm glad. Because when somebody does that, I will not be worried so much about the why they do it. Obviously, guys are not a good match. The important thing is for you not to be with her. Always, when there is somebody who hurts you, spend more time wondering what you're doing with them and how fast can you leave than why they did it. Right? Because we always have to remember, if people hurt us, we have one solution. Exit the relationship. And so... I can't explain why somebody cheats on you, but I can tell you did the right thing not to be with this person anymore. And um, remember always, when somebody hurts you, ask yourself, why would I want to stay with somebody who broke my heart, hurt my feelings, or humiliated me in any way? We control our destiny. We control who we're with and who we are not with. So I'm glad now you're free of that ex. You call the next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, Call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brittany. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brittany. So I understand you have a romantic story you would like to share with me on the rendezvous. Go ahead. I'm all ears. I do. So I have this huge dog. I have a great Pyrenees, and he mm -hmm. is about 115 pounds, so he's really big. And one day wow. I was walking him in the park, and this little tiny Shih Tzu tears up like runs up to my dog and I thought they were going to fight and everything but my dog and this dog just like started playing and stuff and I was like oh my gosh this is the funniest thing I've ever seen and then this guy runs up mm -hmm. apparently it was his dog and this guy was really cute and we started talking and he asked me out and <laughs> we've been dating ever since and we always laugh because our dogs, his is so teeny, teeny, and mine is so huge, and we just look so funny walking together. And it was just Listen, such a fun way to meet. <laughs> I love that story. You know, it's a classic that uh, dog owners have met and, and, and start relationships and families just because of the, the pets. Like, um, it's, 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 and and I, I know people joke about it, like if you single, buy a dog, and, and you'll find somebody. But it's kind of true. If you're not very 
you know, talkative. And if you listen, you buy a dog and you walk the park, and other dog owners feel a connection, and it works. So, I'm um, thank you for that story, Brittany. I, I think it's wonderful, and congrats on, on on making it work. Thank you, and everyone always comments on our dogs how <laughs> how different they are. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wow. Very cool. All right, Brittany, thank you so much for this lovely story, and you have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Good night. Hey, have you ever dated someone even though you knew you were not over UX? That's next. Hey, have you ever dated someone even though you knew you were not over UX? So you knew that, but you dated somebody anyway? Yes or no? You voted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, 68% of you voted. Yes, I have. I have dated someone even though I knew I was not over my ex. 32% said no. And I have done it too. So, um, listen, we don't point fingers, obviously, when we're not over somebody. Should we date somebody else? It helps us. Not sure it helps the person we date, but that's what it is. Thank you so much for listening to me tonight. Merci beaucoup. Et puis bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.